This is the Growmart Podcast. We do have, um, I guess, an overall goal of investing in the vitality of agriculture. Highlighting topics in the Growmark system. We need to be able to translate that into elected leaders' minds because each of them have different backgrounds. Featuring agricultural industry experts. Without pollination, our business doesn't exist. Now here's your host, Matt Wetterston. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Growmark podcast this week. I'm Sam Spence from the agronomy team, filling in for Matt Wetterson today, and back for another interview with one of our division leaders, Lance Rupert. Lance is the director of agronomy marketing, and if you've been tuning in to the Growmark podcast regularly, you may recognize some of his past interviews with Matt on important topics like the 4R4U initiative, and more recently about the Endure 4R Advocate Award winners. And now he's back today to talk to us about my field, Applied Research. In another episode of the Growmark podcast, I'll also be talking to Brendan Bachman on some of the recent excitement around my field. Lance, thanks for calling in today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, before we jump in to talking about MyField, let's get a little bit of background for our listeners. You've covered some details about the important work with your agronomy team, but I'm hoping you'll share a little bit with us about your roots in the FS system and the work you do. Sure. I joined uh, the Growmark uh, FS system in 2004 uh, on August 1st, so my anniversary is coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, I started my career with Growmark as a seed, FS seed, uh, DSM, and I worked uh, at a Springfield, that's where I lived at the time, and I covered, uh, at that point in time, Eminent Service Company, Tri-County FS, Lincolnland FS, and Western FS, so geographically, kind of Springfield down to Litchfield, Illinois, over to Jerseyville, and then up, up uh, the Illinois River over in the Jacksonville area, so some M&M still uh, a company of, of itself. At that time, it was two counties. Now it's three. It added Madison County a few years ago. Tri-County still still there. Uh, Lincoln Land and Western FS merged into Lincoln Land FS. Uh, and then Lincoln Land merged with Two Rivers to become Prairie Land FS. So some of the, the original companies I worked with are still in existence, just part of a, a new entity. Uh, then I came into the home office uh, about two and a half, three years after I started in crop protection as a marketing manager. Did that for about three years and then moved over to the seed area again as a marketing uh, manager. Did that for about three years, so a little pattern there. Uh, and then moved into the agronomy marketing area, which I've been uh, working with uh, since that time. So past the three-year mark on that one, uh, about five or six years in agronomy marketing. That's great, Lance. And, and as we talk about some of this information with my field, we're actually even drawing on some of your experience with crop protection, aren't we? Yeah, a lot of what we do within my field and some of the applied research trials are really uh, geared toward looking at the products and the 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 way we're applying or using different products uh, in that crop protection area, mainly on plant health, fungicides, insecticides, uh, now biologicals and foliar uh, nutrition products to see if we can enhance yield. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, many of the things we're using and looking at 
within my field or, or from that area as we market them through our member companies. Well, Lance, thank you for that background information on on your experience with the FS system so far and also how you came to work here with Growmark and, and Agronomy Marketing. And so since we've already kind of started into the discussion about my field, let's go ahead and dive into learning all about this applied research. So for folks who are listening who might never have heard about this tool, could you share with us what this is, how it came to be, uh, and who uses or relies on this tool? Sure. So, uh, you know, the history of uh, the FS system, great crop specialists working with growers, trying to uh, increase their profitability, make their lives easier, and just uh, help them be successful day in and day out. So, you know, for many, many years in the past, uh, crop specialists were working with growers on answering questions in their fields, doing side-by-sides, whether it be a hybrid, a variety, genetics, uh, testing from a seed standpoint, or testing does a fungicide pay, does a seed treatment pay, uh, does a foliar nutrition product pay, does increase uh, nitrogen rates or multiple applications, are, are those things that can make me more profitable. So for years we did those activities and didn't uh, accumulate them from a centralized standpoint within Growmark, aggregate, and then you know give that information back to our crop specialists to help engage growers and bring value to growers. So that was really the preface of uh, my field was let's 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 engage with growers. Let's help answer the question: What's next for my field? As a grower's mindset is each year, and uh, put some protocols together so we have some uniformity, some guidance, uh, so we can have a larger data set across mainly a, a three-state area: Illinois, Iowa, and Wisconsin. Our core geography. Bring that that information and that data in aggregate it and then be able to disperse it back out to help you know all the crop specialists in the system benefit from the activities uh, that each of their peers are doing versus just kind of a one-on-one situation. So Lance could you take us back just a little bit I know that in some past discussions that we've shared, um, we kind of talked about some of the successful programs that also led the pace for developing my field. Could you touch on those? Maybe even uh, I think there was the pursuit of max yields. Yeah, sure. I, I think the, the main one uh, that you're referring to was uh, the pursuit of maximum yield program. So that was a program probably six, seven years ago that we rolled out, and that was at the kind of the height of the agricultural uh, boom with uh, high commodity prices and growers really looking to drive yields and drive uh, profit for them for their farming operations. So that that was a program trying to just basically do what the program said. Let's let's see how high or how far we can push the yield envelope uh, using multiple practices on that same field. So you know potentially in a corn situation, let's mm-hmm. see if we can drive the population up a little bit if you're going to drive population you've got to feed it so increase our fertilizer rate specifically nitrogen and make a couple applications of nitrogen with stabilizers use a fungicide to keep the plant healthier longer in the season uh, and things like that uh, just to see where we could go with yield very successful program Uh, it's still one of our protocols today uh, that we use within my field, but a uh, lot of great engagement with growers, with their crop specialists, trying to un- unravel yield 
and uh, determine or try to drive yield to new new heights and new levels, which is, you know, it's always exciting to do those types of applied research trials. Yeah, that definitely sounds really exciting, Lance. Now, when we talk about all the data and where this is coming from, you highlighted some of the geography that my field touches on. Uh, more specifically, could you take us through where is the data coming from exactly? Are these are these like FS plots, or are we working with the farmers? Are they are they offering to give us some of this data? How does that look? Sure. So uh, our crop specialists are working with local growers, uh, their patrons, and they're doing. Uh, applied research or side-by-side trials in their actual field. So that's something that's a little unique with our system and with uh, with my field. Most other companies, uh, you know, use their own uh, company-owned or company-controlled uh, research sites to do research. And that that's great. We use that information from our 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 vendors and people like that that supply us with products, and that's 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 good. We've, we take it to the step of really trying to answer the growers' questions and apply it to their their situation in their, their field. So all our data is coming from farmer fields. You know, it could be a 20, a 40, even an 80-acre uh, field where they've split it or taken a portion where they're doing the, the standard practice, their normal practice, and then right next to it trying one or multiple products or uh, processes to uh, test to see where they can drive yield or if a, if a product is uh, profitable for their operation. So our crop specialists work with the growers. They uh, are going to be going to a new uh, online portal that they can input, you know, who was the grower, where was the trial at, what were the dynamics of the, the parameters that we're testing uh, into that. And then finally in the, in the fall sometime, the yield and the, the moisture and then we can understand okay this was the protocol they used these were the products uh, that they were testing or comparing and this was the end result so we can do uh, aggregate that data uh, see over time and space trends and yield so it's not uh, controlled research I'll call it where we have lots of replications in a small area trying to eliminate as much variability as possible there's there's variability in farming uh, farmers know that every field's different. Even within field, there's different soil types. Uh, so we're trying to look at trends across time and space to give a grower kind of that that best uh, hedge, that best uh, bet that this this practice or this product's going to work most of the time. There's no guarantees in farming uh, with rain events or the lack of rain and things like that, but just trying to help growers understand which products may uh, work better most of the time. Uh, so it's not foolproof, but uh, we're trying to help growers understand those things. So in terms of collecting all of the data, Lance, when now that we have this centralized system, the, the MyField platform for collecting it, uh, who's reviewing and analyzing that data? How does that reach the crop specialists? Um, and, and even how are they trained to use this? Right, so the, the product manager for my field is Brendan Bachman, uh, and he's the one that engages and manages the, the process with our crop specialists. So he, he's done recent uh, webinar training and even face-to-face training, first on how to put the data in this new portal, but 
then he's also done uh, training again, webinar or uh, face-to-face training uh, with cross specialists on the information that's coming out. So we published uh, what we'll call a my field uh, trial, flight research trial book last year with all the different uh, protocols that we had out there and then the summarized data and some even specific uh, stories about uh, a grower and a cross specialist and a specific trial. So he walks through that, what's in the book, what the summaries of those uh, different protocols and those different trials were, what what we saw in the data, what might have driven that uh, result. Uh, so last year, 2016, we had huge responses from uh, fungicide applications in corn. Uh, it was kind of a unique situation. Uh, early in the season, it was pretty dry, uh, really dry up until about the 4th of July. Then after that, we got rain all summer. Mm-hmm. So as corn was tasseling about the 4th of July in central Illinois, uh, there wasn't a lot of disease pressure. So if you went out and just looked, well, I don't need to spray a fungicide for disease. I'm pretty good. Uh, those who used it proactively, more from a plant health standpoint, paid big dividends because uh, southern rust and some gray leaf spot and some other uh, leaf diseases came in fast and hard uh, late August, right before the Labor Day uh, time period, and really uh, damaged the yield potential of some of the corn that weren't that wasn't treated with fungicide. So we we saw you know probably on average a 16 bushel increase on yield on fungicide. And even one specific trial had a 40 bushel increase. So he talks through some of those weather issues or patterns that happen during the season that kind of helps explain the the data that we that we've had as a summary. So every year's different. That's the fun of farming. But uh, the more you learn, the more you understand from an agronomic standpoint. You can kind of explain, uh, reverse engineer what why things happen. Curious to see that myself. I was just wondering, is there anything else that you'd like to share to educate us more on my field and and kind of some of the advancements that you guys have seen so far? Yeah, so my field originally uh, began with the applied research arm that we've been visiting about here this morning. Uh, Since then, uh, we've added two more brand extensions. So one is uh, nurture, which is all around nutrient management. So today, with uh, trying to maximize our fertilizer inputs, inputs and trying to be profitable, uh, VRT applications, understanding where nitrogen's at, the form and the the amount during the growing season, uh, those things are really important. So uh, giving growers information and recommendations on nutrient management for our practices is a part of my field of nurture. So the, the third brand extension of my field is uh, analytics. So with technology, uh, precision farming, collecting data as we plant, uh, imagery through the, the growing season, satellite or ultra high resolution imagery that we can look at and kind of look down on the crop and see where there might be issues, go out and scout uh, get a bird's eye look at what's going on in that field. Maybe use that imagery to make a decision or an application to take care of a pest 
or a disease or something like that to help the crop be more productive and then collect the data in the fall and make decisions uh, based on what happened for this the next year so my field evolved into three three brands the applied research which you know doing those trials on a grower's uh, farm and in fields nutrient management which is nurture and then all the precision farming and data collection that we can do today that's my field analytics well, that's great, Lance. Thanks for a lot of this great background information that you shared today about my field and the applied research that we've kind of focused on today. Um, I do look forward to talking with Brandon a little bit more about some of the, the other aspects that you guys have focused on with my field. Now, for more information, obviously, we could probably reach out to you and Brandon. Is there anybody else in the team that is helping drive this effort? Well, our strategic agronomy marketing managers are definitely uh, key stakeholders and uh, owners of my field as well. The uh, collaborative uh, effort. Our uh, agronomy services team, they help uh, build the protocols and uh, keep us in line from a sound agronomy standpoint when we're building and analyzing things. And then, you know, crop specialists throughout the system that are doing the trials have a hands-on uh view and knowledge of any of the trials that they've done specifically. Well, Lance, on behalf of our listeners, I want to thank you again for joining us, actually calling in today to share some information about my field applied research. And I also appreciate hearing more about your system history, especially knowing that you're going to be celebrating an anniversary soon. Yep. Thank you. Well, we've just heard from Lance Rupert, the director of agronomy marketing. Tune in again soon to catch my next interview with agronomy services teammate, Brendan Bachman, who's the manager of Applied Research Marketing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the GrowMart Podcast. New episodes are available in the morning on the first and third Wednesdays of each month. You can catch the GrowMart Podcast on Podbean or by using a supported podcast app in the App Store.